Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, joined as always by AJ Hayfley. And on today's show, we have some DraftKings picks of the week for you. Going over to Formula One for the Bahrain GP, I'm picking Valtteri Botas to beat Lewis Hamilton, as he occasionally does, plus 400. To win the GP compared to Lewis is minus 240. It's probably a bad pick because Lewis just never friggin' loses these days. But you know what? For the three F1 fans that watch this show, I appreciate you. That's all I got to say about F1. Go with Botas. I'm feeling a Valtteri 2.0 in Bahrain. DraftKings Sportsbook also, of course, giving you a a $1,000. Yet, AJ, it looked like you were going to mention something there. Are you an F1 fan? I don't even know. Go, Lewis. Go he's Lewis. Oh, he's, I mean, he's the best ever. There's no doubt about it, he's, but he's the goat. It's like, uh, it's like rooting for tiger during his heyday. Yeah. It might, be, it might be cheap, but if you're going to watch somebody dominate a sport, dominate it, dude. But it, it's kind of also like rooting for tiger. If tiger had like a driver with a rocket attached to it, that just made him hit the ball a hundred yards further. But you know, I mean, when, when, when tiger first showed up, that's exactly <laughs> what, what it was like. like. <laughs> That's exactly how it felt watching him. <laughs> well, he was what nineteen years old at his first yeah, ever Masters or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's exactly what Just, that felt like. Well, you can bet on golf too over at DraftKings Sportsbook with up to a thousand dollar bonus. And if you still want to get in on the Thanksgiving betting, if either of Pittsburgh or Baltimore score one touchdown on Thanksgiving, you can double, triple your money. Even is it? I believe it's triple your money. Certainly double your money. It's it's free money. That's what they're giving you free money. Go on over to DraftKings Sportsbook and sign up today. Use code DNVR when you do to get that thousand dollar sign up bonus and get entered to make a bunch of money off of football or any other bets you want to make. Of course, you have to go over there and get their app as well. It's the number one rated sportsbook app out on the market. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Let's, let's jump into this show here. It is not quite Thanksgiving, but uh, we're almost there. So we're going to talk about, I don't know, what we're thankful for. You guys brought in a bunch of questions for us on Twitter that we'll be answering as well. So appreciate y'all. I think let's start there. I am very thankful for all of the people listening, watching, or consuming our, our content over at DNVR. We appreciate all you people. We, we wouldn't be here without you. So, I mean, especially now. Yeah. You know, we we survived five months, a five month pause in the season. Now we're having another long off season that could get longer than expected if this continues. Uh, I'm, you know, it's it's incredible that you guys show up for this every day when we are very clearly struggling to come up with things to talk about <laughs> because the abs had the quickest off season they've ever had in the what 10 years that I've been I've been covering the abs in some form they've never had an off season like this yep uh and so we ran out of stuff to talk about in about 12 seconds and you guys are still here every day and there's a reason that Rudo and I put the effort into the into showing up every day and trying to find things to talk about and it's cuz you guys you guys make it worth it for us straight up 
all y'all are awesome. I I know a handful of you sent out tweets saying you're thankful for for us and all of that and all the all the connections that have been made. And I just want to reciprocate the same feeling. Having met a ton of you, it's it's awesome, and I'm super excited to keep doing it when hockey comes back and you know however we can over the next whatever it is that's coming who knows yeah however however long the ride lasts yeah exactly that's a good way to put it i don't think anyone else is thankful for my manscaped reads though sickness <laughs> might just be you you never know <laughs> i can tell you my wife and dog certainly aren't happy about them but um anyway um we can uh, we can continue on. Yeah, I guess for you Canadians, it's not even really Thanksgiving Eve, so it is real weird here right now. Because <laughs> I'm like holiday, and everybody's like, we did this like six weeks ago. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. Over this, dude. Okay, let's let's jump into some questions. Then we'll get we'll get back to thankfulness at the end of the show, no doubt, but. Eddie asks, if you got to swap three players at each position, goalie, defense, and forward, straight up for three players of similar skill on another team, who would they be? And so I think I'd keep Groob and swap Frankie in that. No, you'd swap Groob? Yeah. And then... Um, I'd take Kemper. Is that really equal in skill? Given because that's the, the conversation of, you have to given, have given the there. lack of track record, I'm gonna say yes. All right. Well, if you're stretching that definition a little bit, then maybe I could understand. But uh, if you def- really, if, you, if if somebody got really picky about it, then I would say Freddie Anderson. I'd give you that one. Yeah. Um, defensively, I would swap probably EJ for a younger, healthier caliber EJ. <laughs> so there's no example there. I uh, a Demello or somebody. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, boy, yeah, I really don't know. I don't know who I would swap off that defense because I I'm having a hard time coming up with. You know, EJ. I would probably swap for. Like a rad Kogudis. I I mean I'm giving EJ more credit than that. Yeah, I mean it's just that at this point, whatever offensive upside EJ has is kind of it's irrelevant. Point. Yeah, that's true. And so I'm I'm kind of leaning towards maybe a EJ for Brendan Dillon. How about there that? you go? That's a good one. I I can live with that. Um, <laughs> as much as Evan hates him for some really weird reason. Forward. Ranted in for Svechnikov. Done. No, I would not do that. I would. I would swap swap Jonas Donskoy for someone paid less than Jonas Donskoy of equal skill. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> how about how about Kadri for O'Reilly? <sighs> yeah, I'd probably do that. <laughs> Is that close enough in skill caliber again? No, I probably think, I think, not. I think O'Reilly's. I think O'Reilly's got him. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but how about three C Paul Stasny for Comfer? 
there's that again. <laughs> we we needed more defined like what Rain considers equal skill. I think here. <laughs> what was Paul Stasny's last year? I mean, I guess he only put up 38 points last year. You're in the ballpark there. Comfort had what? 32? Is it something like that? I don't know off the top of my head. 31 in a couple less games played. I mean, maybe uh, maybe I could be convinced that that's an equal trade. How about how about Comfort for Miko Koivu? I don't think I'd do it, man. You Koivu, even though he's dynamite defensively, you have Koivu and Nichushkin next to each other. Yeah, but Koivu's at the end of the rope, man. Sure, I'm talking about just for this year. I, like, I even then, like I'm saying, I'm not worrying about contracts. Clearly, I keep going for one year, dude. I'm seriously concerned about Koivu, like keeping up this year. I think that's yeah. I mean, he's definitely like yeah, sheltered role. So happy Thanksgiving. Maybe that's, maybe that's more Koivu for Belmar. But I feel like that's that I do, clear. but yeah, definitely. that I feel like that's too clear cut of an update. Yeah, right. This is the problem with this question. Is it's yeah. like if you just give me the obvious better player, I'll take him for sure. But yeah, I think the only semi controversial thing that we have here is that I would swap uh Ranton in for Svechnikov. I wouldn't do that, so Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd... How about this? And this is definitely probably not, and it's probably not equal, but Landeskog for Brady Kachuk. I was going to say Matthew. I think Matthew's too good. I was going to go yeah. that way too, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Burkowski for LeBanc, definitely no. No, wouldn't do that. Um, LeBanc is way too reliant on teammates to be successful. Yep. Burkowski, Burkowski brings an element Colorado needs. So if you're swapping Burkowski, you need to get another goal scorer. Um, yeah. Tough one. Definitely yeah. a tough question. Defensively, I think it's a lot, it's a lot harder because it's like if I if I was I mean similar the similar talent thing is the is where we are, you know. Because it's like, okay, if you swap out graves or coal then you're getting somebody similar back but it's like those guys are perfectly fine as they are i don't know why i'm swapping any of them out yeah it's so take your old dudes and get young younger or dump your money is kind of the, <laughs> the move if you're actually doing equal skill but i tell you um, if we take if we take personal personal feelings about them out of it, Landis Cog for Marshand. Yeah, like especially if you're not worried about aging curve. Yeah. Like you take a one year. Yeah. Cause he he brings kind of that pest element that they yeah. can still use a little more of, but he's a he's turned himself into a really, really good two way player. Yep. Might might not even be equal level there. The way Marshan has exploded over the last yeah, couple of years, it but. would definitely that the the talent definitely goes Colorado's way in that one. But we all rating Landy way too high in here in the chat. <laughs> Those are probably memes. Uh, 
Next question. This one will be very short, but I've been asked it three times oh, today. Oh, I've got I've got one. How about Kadri for William Carlson? That one is interesting. I don't know if I do it, but I think you're probably pretty equal there. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, this will be quick. I, I just have been asked it three times today. Mikhail Sergachev is not a comparable contract to Kale McCarr. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. It, if you don't know, he signed a $4.8 million three-year bridge today. Uh, yeah, his highest season is a 40-point season. So, Yeah, Kale, if Kale McCarr is going to sign a bridge, it's going to be more like $6.5 million or $7 million. So it's, still it's, gonna just, be, it's still going to be really quite expensive. They're just not in the same ballpark at all yeah. on that one. So barring barring uh, Kale McCarr having the very Abzian sophomore slump, yeah. if he goes because the very anti Kale McCarr sophomore year, but yeah, yeah, all of all of Colorado's big guys over the last couple of years, the only one that had a good sophomore year was Miko. Yep. So. And and even like, what does a sophomore slump for him look like? Is it forty points, thirty points? Like, if it's a forty it's, points in sixty games, he's you know, as long as as long as it's a healthy sophomore slump. True, I, mean, I true. don't know that I care too much, but anyway. how many how many firsts is equal to a McKinnon? Too many. Um, we do need to take our first period break and let you guys know about Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Of course, you can always get it down at the farmhouse or get it at your local liquor store using the Breck Beer Locator online. And as we're just a couple days away gearing up now, DNVR doing a massive Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale where you can get up to 80% off when you go to the DNVR locker and purchase some of our merch just I mean, look, 80% off is ridiculous. Go check out Ali Monroy's Twitter. We just got our new hoodies in that look nice. They look so good, dude. I need to get one myself. And it, yeah. when, why not when they're ridiculously cheap on Black Friday? If you spend $75 or more, you'll get a $15 gift card that you can apply starting on December 1st. And certainly, last but not least, if you sign up for an annual membership, you'll also get a $60 gift card. Annual memberships cost $59.99. So... You're basically buying $60 of merch and getting an annual membership thrown in because why not? Might as well jump on it. Do it while you can. It's a great time to support DNVR. Again, as, as we mentioned, it's off the top of the show. It's been some some wild months for all companies, really. We're, we're one of them, too. Yeah. So head on over to DNVR Locker on Friday and enjoy some weekend of killer deals all the way up through Monday as well. Mark your calendars and, and yeah, support us, please, I guess. <laughs> Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Get a, got a Thanksgiving question here, AJ. Favorite non-traditional side for Thanksgiving? And I don't know. Ooh, I, that's tough for me because I'm not sure what's considered traditional. Yeah, me either. Like, uh, so I don't even think this is considered a side, but bacon. I know a lot of people do turkey-wrapped bacon, or bacon-wrapped turkey, I guess. But yeah. I bacon with Thanksgiving is... Uh, I tell you, uh, the last time I went to Texas, we deep-fried the turkey. Ooh. And I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest turkey fan in the world, but that was... A fried good. turkey leg, pretty good. 
that uh, also is not a side. So I guess yeah, not really non-traditional though. I think <laughs> you you qualified part of the question. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, it's the only time of year in which I eat green bean casserole, and I think it's so bomb. I I never I have, have green bean casserole ever. I I'm not no from the Midwest. I have no idea if that's traditional or not. I I think that's a great point though. Is that kind of depending on where you're from? Yeah. Things are a little bit different. Because my wife is definitely all about the green bean casserole from the Midwest for sure, but. Well, and like we had, um, you know, like like sweet potatoes and like candy DMs um, yep. in Texas, but not in Colorado. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we Colorado is pretty standard. At least mine was pretty standard Thanksgiving. You know, uh, cranberry sauce stuffing, that's kind of stuff. But yeah, stuffing's stuffing's like an all time favorite food of mine. So I'm just like jamming. Looking, yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> Pumpkin pumpkin pie is probably my favorite pie, to be honest with you, because I'm Ap- not apple pie's better, but I'm not I'm not a huge pie guy, so that's my big qualifier. And there, pumpkin is pie is basically a cake. <laughs> um, I'm not a huge cake guy either. It's like a carrot cake, and then yeah, talk me into it. I mean, me either, to be honest. But, but. I'm more of a pie guy. I I do like pie, but uh see, I'm I'm um. We're, I'm, I'm having my peru, I'm having pierogies for the first time ever tonight. Whenever this pot is over, Ooh, interesting. So, I've never, I've never had them, so this is going to be. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've been, I've been told. I, I was told I was not allowed to have them until I got to Winnipeg because they're something that gets done well here. So. It's a Winnipegian okay. thing. All right. Oh wait, pecan pie so, is dumpster I'm tier. Ex- I'm excited. Pecan pie is awful. I'm not the biggest again. Um, not a uh, not a huge pie guy, but pecan pie just really does not do it for me. People cannot believe you've yeah, never had yeah. pierogies. <laughs> people, people, when people find out things that I haven't eaten before, they freak out. Especially, <laughs> especially salsa. That's always the one that causes people to lose their minds. <laughs> Uh, sticking with Thanksgiving here, Steph asks, which past and present av would you want to join your hypothetical Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, that's a tough one. What kind of dinner am I trying to go for here? Am I going for a perfectly respectable and polite dinner? Then it's like Landy. Yeah, true. You know, am I trying to set my sister up with somebody? Like, Still Landy. Then Landy. <laughs> <laughs> um I see that's like if you're trying to get someone super drunk, I'd love to try and get Joe Sackick in and get a bunch of stories out of him, but I don't know how realistic that would be. Yeah, if I'm going for a rowdy dinner, it's Patrick Waugh. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. If I'm trying to do it on a really weird reality TV show, it's Peter Forsberg. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going over to the in-laws who you really hate, it's Scott Parker. <laughs> Shout out Scott Parker, now a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> who is the Avs' most eligible bachelor? No idea. Yeah. I, I don't stalk their Instagram enough to know which ones are 
committed and not. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> to be honest, I I don't care. <laughs> I, I hope those guys all have the situations that they want. Yeah. And the ones exactly that don't, I hope that. they're working towards them. Yep. In respectful and polite ways. But I would imagine, I mean, Makar, Makar and Jost are like, Two adorable human beings that, if they're single, they won't be. <laughs> I think all they have to do is not want to be single, and they won't be. But <laughs> All right. Next up, Luke from Winnipeg asks, uh, thoughts on the 2021 draft class? And if the NHL allows for an expanded roster, should the Avs go out and get a third goalie? Uh, 21-21 draft class doesn't matter because the Avs are going to be picking 32. That's my thoughts on it. Draft a guy from Michigan is my thoughts on that draft <laughs> class. They look unbelievable, man. Yeah, they're just murking. They look so good. I'm, I've been, I've been a, a Maddie Veneers fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, have been less... Like have known about Owen Power for a long time, have been less exposed to Kent Johnson. Holy sh! That guy is <laughs> that guy is dynamite. Dude can play. That guy is dynamite. It's so impressive. That team is so good. I'm uh, I, uh, I'm a big fan um, of those those cats. Um the the Finnish kid. Uh, has off to a really slow start. Again, kind of, kind of like uh, who was it? The Florida drafted the he can't skate. I already forgot about it. Oh yeah, what's his name? Anton Lundell. Yeah, uh, he was the guy. He was the guy who had ripped it up in in Finland when he was sixteen, and everybody was so 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 hyped on him. Like, oh, this is going to be the next guy. And like he's still a good prospect, of course, and he's he's in line to be a you know a good NHL player, but uh, this kid he's he's ratty. He's same thing right now. Yep. yep. All the sixteen-year-old hype is starting to come off now that it's the draft year and it's go time. It's the way it goes. It's, it's easy. It's really easy to hype up to to be hyped on guys that are underage. Because you're not you're not picking apart their game. You're just being excited about the good things. For sure. And then when it gets to be draft year, all of a sudden you're like, it's not Wait, a very good game. We actually he's... have to look at how this guy plays hockey. <laughs> Hang on. Boy, he's really not very physical, is he? Boy, you know, he only does good things when he has a lot of space around him. How do you know? Stuff like that starts to become the conversation a lot more. Uh when you start you start trying to rank them on a list and you're not just be like, keep an eye on this guy. Yep. That's the way it goes. On the potential extended roster, uh, I would have to think that if they were carrying a third goalie, it would be Miska. I assume they want Werner to play games in the AHL if possible. It would it would kind of depend on what the third role looked like. Sure. Uh, and that's where having your AHL team in right up the road from you would be a massive boon. Yep. Um, because if he's if Miska's gonna start in Loveland. Having Werner as your third guy is totally fine. 
if they want Werner to to get as much game action in the AHL as possible, Miska's your third guy is perfectly fine. Miska's the I, yeah. guy that you're you're theoretically less invested in. But I, at this point, I'm it's a race to see who wins the job and who becomes the third guy. I don't disagree, but if you're talking about like an extended squad, barring an injury, you're assuming that third goalie that's traveling with the team is just not going to play for a while at very least. Mm-hmm. And if I had to pick one to play, at least right now today, I'd pick Werner as a, still a developing prospect. But yeah, it would be it would be tough though because they don't have the same kind of goaltender depth behind those guys that they have in previous years. That's true. Um, so who's your backup after that in Loveland right now? You know, are running Werner and somebody. Half of the ECHL just folded up shop for the season, so you're in a really tough spot here. Yeah. So the extend the extended squad could have serious uh, implications there for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's one where it's like when you're on the road, you take you take one of those guys. But if you're if you're at home, you let you leave them both up there. Colin says, "Do you think they have a surprise one year cheap cheap signing left in the tank this offseason? Absolutely not. They no. we've we've been talking about since last offseason that they just don't have room to do it anymore. They they super not now. It's not even like." roster room they don't have cap space for it yep they're if they're cheap cheap off-season acquisition should be martin cout basically yeah um so just just for reference here the abs are currently sit at 12 forwards six defensemen and two goaltenders and have 1.8 million in cap space which is um and they just take that down to 400k or something like exactly you you put uh you put martin cout 863 uh, and then pick a defenseman, probably Bowen Byram at eight ninety four. Those guys are coming in just under one point eight million. Um, yep. just no room. Yeah, there's just realistically, there just is not. There's not space for that. And you care? You want? Count needs to be involved. Byram needs to be involved. None of that can you know considers Connor Timmins, Dennis Gilbert, any of the other guys that are going to vie for jobs. And Logan O'Connor. So no, they don't have that space. Yep. Um, I know you got these back in the states, but Colin, you also asked on Twitter. Now that AJ's out in Canada, how much does he love ketchup chips? They're good. Um, I liked them. I was really excited about them uh, when I went to Vancouver for the draft. Uh, I remember I went into the gas station at the airport wall because I was like the person with the car so everybody that flew in i had to go and pick everybody up at that airport i got very familiar with that airport while i was there um and i stopped at the gas station and i bought like five different brands of them because i'd never had them before it was like all right well let's do it um the ketchup chips are good i would say i like all dressed ruffles more i think those are better but the ketchup chip, they are very good. They're all, very sweet, though. All so dressed like, are strictly better, I would agree. But yeah, all dressed is definitely better. The the all dressed ruffles, especially, are. And I uh, I haven't dipped them in anything, but that's coming. <laughs> Step two, phase yeah. two. Of the, the it would have been it, honestly had I had I been thinking about it, it would have been uh, perfect for Thanksgiving football. Just oh there yeah, that would have some dip. Mm, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, hey, it's not a holiday here tomorrow. Everything's still open. It's just a matter of me going to get it. Yep. 
fave holiday tradition you've adopted from partner, friend, other family that you didn't grow up with? Um, we don't get to do it this year. Yeah. Uh, but the last two years, I've traveled with the Avs for Christmas. Um, Christmas is not Christmas is, was a big thing for me growing up. I had a very tight knit family. Uh, it was a big holiday. All of that went away when my dad died uh, when I was a uh, junior in high school. Uh, we just sort of splintered and never really recovered. And Christmas has not been anywhere near the same. And so it's been predominantly a negative thing in my life since then. The last couple of years, uh, the abs were in Vegas. So I was in Vegas. Two years ago, it was just with uh, my buddy James. Last year, it was also my buddy James. But... Uh, a whole bunch of other people. We had a big group that went out last year together for the Avs game, which they smoked Vegas. And then uh, we went out and partied pretty hard that night and and the next night. And it was it was an awesome time. I that's and the lady and I have agreed uh, that in the future that's what we want to continue to do. Wherever the Avs are for Christmas, that's where you be. roll out. Yeah, yeah, and that gives us an excuse to go somewhere every year. If it's in Denver, great. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. We'll uh, we'll we'll Go get an Airbnb or something yeah. downtown. Yeah, exactly. We'll get we'll get a nice hotel room downtown, and we'll make a night of it. It'll be a, you know, something that we do because Christmas isn't. Uh, it's not a great thing for either one of us. So that's kind of what we've adopted in the infancy of our relationship, and I'm very much looking forward to doing it again in the future. Awesome. This year being a monstrosity. Um, you know, can't do any of that. So uh, I'm not sure what we're doing for Christmas this year. We're yeah. very much see on that one. I was gonna my my favorite is very recent is DNVR's Friendsgiving, which we're Ugh. also can't really do this year. But can't can't do it. And uh, I've this would have been the third one, and I would have I will have missed two of them. Yeah, I only got to go to last year's, and it was awesome. And then I almost died on the drive home. So. <laughs> Did not happen. I did not die. Uh, That's good. And, Generally good. And it ended up being a great memory that night. Was We had a ton of fun that night. Yeah, that's super fun. I hadn't even been with a company very long at that point. I mean, I still haven't been with a company that long. But anyway, we could take our second period break there and to talk to you all about Chevalier Mortgage. I know AJ's looking to buy a house up in, up in Canada right now, allegedly, but... Mm-hmm. Might have. You might have already. Done the thing. Yeah, we'll oh, see. Dang. Well, hopefully, congratulations. If you're looking to buy here in Colorado, however, you can call Virginia or Mike directly at 303-257-6578 or go to dnvrmortgage.com to get set up with a free consultation. And if you go to dnvrmortgage.com, you can also get set up for a chance to win a free DNVR shirt or hat. So jump on it and at least head on over there for that. Both Mike and Virginia believe that your home is likely to be one of your largest assets and your mortgage your largest debt, and that it's vital to consider your full financial picture when purchasing a home. This includes considering your short-term and long-term planning goals, your investments, and your tax situation. Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation, so again, visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Uh, Quotless Jones asks, which player coach are you most player slash coach are you most thankful for having had the chance to cover? Oh, lots of them. Yeah, I, I, um, I mean, Barb's obviously. In a professional capacity, I've only covered the ads for one year, so can I just say all of them? Like, <laughs> is that allowed? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm. I've been fortunate that in my time covering the apps, it's been mostly a lot of good dudes, and the ones who weren't weren't there very long. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, Jerome McKinlow, my first year on the beat, does it get any better than that? That's you know, uh, guys like sure Mark Fire Hall of Famer type, yeah. Um, you know, obviously Landy is great. Eric Johnson is great. Jost is great. Kale McCarr is great. There's a lot of these guys that are just awesome dudes. Colin Wilson was great. Matt Nieto was great. I got along really well with Mikhail Bodker, kind of randomly. Yeah. I... Um, you know, uh, Zadorov was always a lot of fun. So, you know, it... uh, pick, pick no way I could pick one. It, it, like I said, I've been with DNVR for a year and a couple months now, and it, it like the feeling doesn't go away. I still wake up every day and it's like, I cover hockey for a living. That's pretty yeah. sick. <laughs> like, I don't know. So That's obviously cool. extremely thankful to be here and, and have the opportunity to cover the abs and all of that. It's, it's super amazing. And yeah, I, I know somebody asked a question about like uh, personality. Uh, we can find it, I'm sure. I just have to <laughs> dig through. Who on the current team and who in history of the team has been the weirdest person? Yeah, I I wasn't... Yeah, okay, this was it. I wasn't entirely sure um, what weirdest meant. Qualifies, I asked, yeah. Maybe, maybe the biggest oddball that I've covered um, in a fun way was Nick Holden. Uh, that was a that was a dude I'll never forget. Uh, after a game, he was sitting. He were, he was in his at his locker, like had taken his gear off. He's not talking to reporters. I was talking to EJ, and as I got done talking to EJ, I was standing there, you know, saving my file and doing all that stuff. Uh, and I look over, and Nick Holden is just playing air guitar with nobody around him, <laughs> just. Doing his own thing in completely his own world. And he was always kind of like that. He was always really just a just a a total goof troop. Hi, Mama Hayfley. He was a lot of fun. Yeah. (laughs) My my mom popping in to remind me that we need to I need to make a phone call later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got a couple uh, more questions here. See if I can find it. Uh, most underrated Avs player is Andre Burakovsky, or if not, who? Currently, I assume, but not specified. Underrated by the fan base or nationally? Whatever you want. Yeah, I can never just answer these questions, can I? I have to make them difficult. There's got to be qualifications. <laughs> I think by the fan base, it's it's Grubauer. Based on the past couple days, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's Krubauer, man. Uh, by nationally, I still think it's Sam Gerard. Yeah, I, I was like, is it Gerard? Well, I don't know, but 
Burkowski, I don't I don't feel is all that underrated. I feel like it's Yeah, I don't think Burkowski's underrated after he, last year. He showed up, he had expectations. We talked about him and said if he totally goes off, he's gonna be a twenty plus goal guy and he's gonna be a perfect fit. That's exactly what happened. Yep. Uh it was best case scenario with that acquisition. Everybody's pleased with it. He got he got a hefty raise and he's in line to make even more money if he keeps it up. Yep. I the only reason that you would say he's the fifth best player in their top six is because their top six has a, just a ton of talent in it. Two truly elite players at the top. Uh, one, and Kadri and, and Landis Scott are both in that very, very good tier, just under elite. And then I would say that's where Burakovsky is some, trying to break into that into that class. I mean, if he breaks into that class... Av should win a cup. <laughs> that's why we talk about them the way that we do is because yep. that's a possibility, man. Yep. Exactly. So. And there's there's so many avenues to it, you know. If Saad plays that well, if if Byram ends up being what people hope they can be, there's just so many opportunities. But uh of Donskoy Comfer and Graves, rank them amongst likelihood they finish their contracts as Avs. I think it's well, uh, the expansion draft makes it so hard. Graves. I think I'd have Graves first, too. Comfer and then Donskoy. Uh, yeah. The center, the, if, if you're talking about protecting in the expansion draft, the center viability for Comfer just makes him a little more, uh, a little more valuable. Mm-hmm. So if you're for the seventh forward spot, if that's the conversation that they're having, Comfort's more valuable. The thing is, I I would almost Younger, flip them because I'd say if they don't protect either of them, they're more likely that Seattle takes Comfort. But I would I would agree. But um, I think because of Comfort, because younger, cheaper, and center versatility, you you would say that um, he's more valuable. Therefore, they're likelier to protect him, increasing yeah. his chances that he stays. Yep. But I think. Graves should be here for that. I would be, I would honestly, I would be so surprised if Seattle took Ryan Graves. Yeah, I'd be. And that's, that's today, not knowing what next season looks like. If he has another really good season, um, that conversation can certainly change. But I, I would just be, I would be very surprised. On essentially a one year track record making $3 million for probably a bottom pairing defenseman, or if he, maybe Seattle plays him in their top four or whatever. But, mm-hmm. On, on established teams, probably a bottom pairing to guy. It's it seems unlikely. Well, and and you're Seattle's GM. Yep. You are looking at Colorado's roster, and you're saying Eric Johnson has two years left at six million dollars. Ryan Graves has two years left at three point one million dollars. Obviously, Graves is the younger guy, but signed for the next two years. Which is the better? Which is the better player? Yep. Which is the guy that I'm betting on when I'm starting my my defense completely fresh yeah which guy do which guy would you prefer there's a good argument that you would prefer ej in that situation i think there is and that's if you don't want the established 35 point guys in don's goyer confer up front assuming one of them's available yeah because those are that's exactly the kind of guy that vegas built their forward core around and had great success with yep so I, I would still say if I'm Seattle right now, the guy that I'm looking at Colorado's roster and the one that I very quietly want the most is Tyson Jost. 
between between cost, expanded role, and age. Yeah. That's, That's your William Carlson. A little bit. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's your William Carlson. Yep. Um, let's see. Any other questions? We kind of already answered that one. Um, well, we just got one in like super late. Let's see. People still ain't giving questions. Sorry. I'm clearly very prepared for today's show. Yeah. Uh, if the Avs don't re-sign Saad, is the current Zadorov Lindholm trade better value than the opportunity cost of trading Z for something else? This one, you know, maybe a little hindsight involved because had they made the Taves deal first, they could have then moved Zadorov for second round, maybe a second round pick to mm-hmm. recoup the asset that they lost in the Taves deal. Yep. Maybe two thirds instead to make up for the lack of sure. two seconds, you know, whatever it ended up being. Pick but it probably wouldn't kind, be yeah. probably wouldn't be that much more than a second or a third round pick, maybe two thirds if they were late, depending on the team. Um, and then gone into free agency and given a one year deal to Mikhail Granlund and said, Hey, come come figure it out. Come see if you're super dope on this team. Or a three-year deal to Mike Hoffman or, you know, the three-year deal that Dadanoff got from Ottawa. Like, whatever, right? Like, pick a guy on a cheaper, the Toffoli four-year deal. You know, had you known that that was going to be the deal, maybe that's your approach instead. And you like, you know, maybe it's a little bit well more well-rounded for long-term, but... Ultimately, I don't think I don't I don't have if Brandon Saad is here for one year and then he leaves, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Zadorov wasn't long for Colorado. They took a chance. There's plenty of value in we built the absolute best team that we could to go win a Stanley Cup this year. There's still value in that. Yeah, I agree. Um I Zadorov was going, like you said. If you don't trade Zadorov for a top six forward, you're having a question, right? The the tweet that this was in goes on to say, well, they could have signed Granlund or someone else, but Saad is going to give you something a little bit more established there as opposed to someone that you're hoping for a bounce-back season out of. Well, and, and it's a role that he's already played because yep. it's like, hey, you put him next to established players go be a complimentary player next to high level players and go do a very specific job. He does that job. Well, he's consistently done it well in his career. He's got great underlying numbers forever for a reason. He's just, you know, a very, he's a very good fit for what they do, which is why we talked about him at the start of the off season and said, this is a guy that makes sense. They've liked him for a long time and here's an opportunity for them. Yep. They went and they made it happen, and then we'll see, you know, we'll see where it goes from here. But for just this year, you have to love what the Avs have done on their roster. There are only nitpicks at this point. Yep. Even even the biggest Philip Grubauer haters, it's like, okay, well, you're being too you're being you're being too harsh about this. For sure. Uh last question of the show. Which Av would win a turkey trot? Let's call it a 5K race. We know McKinnon's fast on the ice, but can he run fast? Um, 
I have no idea. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm sure one of these dudes that we think is like in amazing shape and like, right. I'm sure I'm sure one of them like hates running. Just never wants to run ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, this is why I skate. <laughs> <laughs> I love to put on the skates and I love the feel on the ice, but I hate running. Okay. I get that. Um I yeah, I really don't know. Um but I would I I would pick probably Gerard. I I was leaning that way too. Just someone small, right? That doesn't have to carry as much weight through a run because you don't get the the glide from skating. I, I definitely run. I definitely want to pick a defenseman because those guys are just animals. Yeah, <laughs> they, they play twenty five minutes a night. You know, yep. like yep. But I don't want to. I don't trust EJ's knees. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and I do follow uh, Gerard's puppy on Instagram. Thing goes on some and walks. He's always Gerard is always working out. So <laughs> there like, you go. Okay, so that's I'll go with Gerard. I guess this I, is we did we have not touched on Johnny Boychuk retiring. It sucks. It sucks yep. to end this way. Yep. Uh, it hurts the Islanders because he's been a really good player for them. It helps the Islanders because six million dollars is a lot of money that they just freed up to give Matt Barzell whatever contract he needs, plus whatever the free agent deals are going to cost with the guys that they have agreed to deals with the Matt Martins and the Corey Schneiders and whatever. Um, one of the big abs misses in yep. recent history. We talked about how much they needed defense and how much they. I mean. How different? How different do you feel about Colorado's defense if it's Eric Johnson, Johnny Boychuk, and Tyson Berry on the right side? Uh yeah. I mean, Boychuk is the exact type of guy, that you guy can, that right? You reliably get pucks out of your defensive end for you that the Avs yeah. missed for that decade, basically. <laughs> yeah, he was the exact, and they they did all the development of him. He played NHL they, games for the Avs. Yeah, and they did all of the development of him. And, you know, he, he played all the years in the AHL for them. He goes to Boston, and immediately his career takes off. Just one of their bigness, just a total, total disaster for them. Yep. Uh, it, it's like It's like kind of like the Ryan Graves thing, but they're on the wrong end of it. And, like, there, there hadn't been any reason for them to give up on Johnny Boychuk. Yep. I, I don't... I have never understood it. Uh, I wasn't nearly as invested in the day-to-day stuff. Uh, sure. As back then, so I don't... I don't... You know, I'm less comfortable with how the organization... Like, what the relationship was like. How the org felt. But none of that matters. They got it wrong. Like they flat out got it wrong. Yeah, Kevin, maybe Kevin, Kevin Shattenkirk stays. You know, maybe Tyson Berry is the one they send to St. Louis. You know, but either way, like it's yeah, they could have had, they could have, you could have easily had Tyson Berry, uh, Johnny Boychuk, and Eric Johnson on the same defense, and you should have. Yeah, the massive, massive ripple effect from that will never be calculable. But how many, how many years did they go after? Defensemen right. that were exactly like Take Johnny Boychuk, Scott Hannon. Well, I guess that was before, but in in more well, recent years, guys like Brad Stewart, Brett Clark, Jan Hada, like yeah, Fr- Francois Beauchemin. Like, yeah, Beauchemin they, too. they just 
they kept they just kept going after these types of dudes and it's just, they had one and they yep. just gave him away for Matt Hendricks. Yep. Whose great claim to fame was being better in a shootout than he was at 5v5. <laughs> I, it's just a big a bigness. Um and they could have had they could have had a very good right side of that defense and instead blew it and it sucks that it ends this way. It's very fishy because he had given an interview over the summer where he was like, I'm 100%. He played a couple of playoff games. It didn't go well. Yep. Now his career is over, and it's extremely convenient. LTIR. <laughs> yeah, although it's not like Dallas didn't give up anything. They got two second-round picks for Devon Taves, yep. who would have been a perfect replacement for Johnny Boychuk. True. In that lineup, who was a perfect replacement. So, so another another tough day for the Isles. Well, but maybe instead of getting too worked up about it, you can have some Strava Craft coffee. The CBD infused coffee that's really changed lives. Been known to help many aches and pains, IBS, migraines, many other issues as well. Head on over to StravaCraftCoffee.com to get your coffee today. Use code DNVR20 to get 20% off when you purchase. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's about it for today's show. Uh, as we're wrapping up here, I just want to express my thanks again to everyone listening, watching, consuming the podcast, and all of our other DNVR content as well. Uh, you guys have been nothing short of awesome to us. So, yeah, I hope everyone, at least in the States, has a happy Thanksgiving. If you're in Canada or Europe, have a good Thursday. I guess. Yeah, have a good Thursday away from us because we will not yep. we will be back tomorrow. Yep. We're to, we're taking tomorrow off to enjoy our holiday. We will be back yep. on Friday though with uh with free Black skate Friday. Friday. Yeah, one of bringing back everybody's favorite. Get your uh get your eBay trigger fingers ready. I want to see something purchased before the show's even over that we show. That's right. Where's where's Kira? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then um, a reminder, check your emails um, yep. for those who wanted to be part of the, the fantasy draft. It's on Sunday evening. Uh, we've sent out invites for all that stuff. We're getting that all that ready to go. And then I'd like to immediately transition from that into setting up the expansion draft. Yep. Um, that one will be a lot easier. All you, I, I just don't want to do it again because it took, it took us forever. Like, yeah, it was a long process. Yeah. Um, that one will be like you guys send us protection lists and yep. we make a team. Yep, that one's a lot so. easier. But this Sunday, I think most of you are already in our Discord server. We have about twenty of you, twenty-two of you. So still waiting on a couple of you. If you haven't responded, hit me up, and we'll get you in there, and we'll be all good for Sunday. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So hope to see. Everybody on Friday, and then those of you on the draft floor on Sunday. But thank you once again, and we are going to get out of here until Friday. So have a good one, and we will talk to you guys later. 